0: Woohoo! 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 (laughs) Woohoo! She's in the building. TikTok bitches, this is the woohoo club with Chi. I am Chi. Let's do this. Hello. Namaste. I just spilt very thick, goopy protein shake all over my keyboard. But hey, that's life, sisters. That is life. no problem. I'll clean it up. I'll move on. And when it smells like dick tomorrow, I will just breathe in that dried, stale, off protein dick juice. And I will just get on with my day again because hey fucking ho, that is what life is. It's ups and downs. It's yeses and nos. It's maybes and shoulda, woulda, couldas and rejections galore. Okay, run over. Let's get into it. (laughs) Uh. So I've been pondering a lot this last week and feeling very mopey and just down in the dumps and sorry for myself and not really understanding why. I was talking to my mum a while ago about how, you know, when the pandemic ended, because I'm going to refer to it in past tense, moving forward, when it ended, I feel like we were all just in massive hangover mode. Like we all just had this massive hangover. And if I'm being honest, like no amount of fucking vitamin C or water or hydration in the form of like going back out into the world and seeing friends and like getting back to a routine and normal life. None of that for me at least has really hit the spot in terms of completely getting rid of that hangover. If anything, I feel like the way we're feeling now is the equivalent of when, like, you are coming up, like, you've done all the things you need to do to get rid of the hangover. So you've, like, had the shower, you've downloads loads of water, you've taken your paracetamol, you've eaten some, like, really filthy breakfast, and then you sit there and you're like, fuck, I feel, like, worse. But the thing is, I've tried everything I could try to feel better, and I'm still feeling kind of minging. And I would say that right now in the world, that is the equivalent feeling. Like we've done all the things we need to do to get back to normal life. We've reduced the hangover as much as we can. We've we've started healing, moving on, trying to forget this whole fucking mess ever happened. But of course we can't, like it did happen. And it's kind of like the worst part, this bit where The hangover is just hanging on for dear life. And the worst part is, is that life kind of is back to normal in so many ways. And yet we're not feeling normal. And that's a total head fuck. Because we're like, well, hang on a minute. Like, there's no, there's literally no reason for this hangover not to be gone. Like, I've done all the things. I'm living my life. But yet I'm still feeling that residual emotional soreness and that's really really fucking confusing and I just intuitively know because I just feel like I'm just fucking tapped into every woman's feelings everywhere about everything all the time <laughs> just been like that since I was born I just feel like I intuitively know that you're feeling the same that this residual hangover is still lingering around inside you and you just don't know what to do to shake it off. And of course, let's kind of get into the nitty gritty of how that manifests for you. So yes, you have this feeling where you're still a bit hungover, jaded, just generally lethargic, tired, languishy, moany, kind of a little bit still after the pandemic but you can't put your finger on what it is. So, what what is this feeling that you have? Like, what is actually happening here? Let's kind of wing it together because I was gonna do some prep for this podcast, but then I was like, fuck no, my best shit happens, and I'm just freestyling it and just kind of listening to my heart on the matter. So that's what I'm gonna do today. So this feeling that we have of feeling quite mopey and a little bit sad without being able to put a finger on why besides the fact that it is this hangover from the pandemic, it is also just a pure head fuckery of life moving at a very, very rapid pace all around you. But you not being able to kind of adjust to that pace in yourself, as in you are, you're going out onto the highway and you're you know, sprinting towards your next big dream, goal, career move, ambition, relationship, night out, whatever it is. Like the urgency in that hustle is back there in your bones, like because you are doing it. But the thing is, is that your broken heart from the pandemic and everything that shifted in your lifestyle and in yourself, that part hasn't caught up yet. So it's a bit like when you're doing something, but your heart's just not in it. Like that's where you're at. Like, you know, you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. Like, you know that all the things you're doing are kind of the equivalent of like a fake it till you make it. Like if you keep going out, doing stuff, being busy, being energetic, you know, being back into that mode again, that eventually your heart will catch up. Like, you know that, because I do believe that will happen. But at the moment you're not there. And how do you you deal with that? because it really fucking sucks. Like, no matter how hard I try, and I do all the right things to make myself feel good, like, my mental health is the best it's ever been, like, I take care of my well-being, like, I do all the right things, but I am still just feeling that little shade of grey to everything I do. And it's only in those moments, I'm sure you agree, where, like, you totally forget about what happened the last few years, right? And you you totally forget and you're just there with your friends or you're there in a moment or you're doing something and you're like, just experiencing this pure bliss Let's like wash over your body. And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. And the moment that happens is when you allow yourself to just be fully in the moment and forget. Those are the moments where your heart catches up with all the things that you're, outer body and being is doing in the world like practically speaking those two things kind of catch up in that moment and you're together you are one again but for most of the time when you don't manage to just lose yourself in the moment you feel split into two because you are doing all the things you're supposed to be doing but your heart is not caught up with that speed of motion yet And that is very, very disorientating for you. And that is what you're experiencing at the moment is this constant dissonance between what it is you're doing in your life and then what you're feeling in your heart. And you would not be alone if you have had the feeling of, fuck, like, remember when we had that first lockdown and as sad and as scary as it was, we all felt this just like relief, just drip off of us. We were just like, oh, okay, what? I get to stop and everyone else is stopping too. And I don't have to experience any FOMO because I'm not the only one stopping. Shit. God, this feels good. I can honestly say that first lockdown was one of the happiest fucking times of my life. Like I, just to be granted the permission by the world at large that I could just chill for a second was pure loveliness. And so that dissonance that you're feeling now is the knowledge that you can't do that anymore, or rather not that you can't do that anymore, but you feel the pressure not to. Because not only, like before before COVID, not, not only in this post-pandemic world and then pr- before COVID, Did you have like this sense of urgency and pressure to get shit done and like manifest and make progress? Not only do you have that feeling, but you now have the feeling of playing catch up, of being like, fuck, like I lost nearly two years of productivity. (laughs) So now I better get a fucking move on because I've lost precious time. And that heightens the dissonance and that sense of feeling split into two. Because it's like jumping straight from a lovely warm pool of water into a fucking cold one. Because you're like, you don't have any time to adjust. Like suddenly life is accelerating, gone back to normal. And you don't have any time to adjust from that sense of slowness, not really, into moving at full speed again, but not just full speed. Also this new heightened speed because you're like, I need to play catch up. So the pressure is greater than ever for you to make progress. Like that's a pressure not only placed on you by yourself, but by society, because there was this whole vibe of like, we're making a comeback, like, everybody get to it, go, go, go. At least that's how we all perceived it from each other. I I think the reality of what's been going on is we've all very hesitantly, reluctantly returned to this speedy, speedy lifestyle. But no one's really talking about the fact that that actually had its own set of problems like that was hard on its own level because of that sudden warm water to cold water feeling there was no period of adjustment not really and so now that you understand that it's that splitsville feeling that you're having and that is creating this sadness for you because you're like okay like my heart was kind of enjoying that slow loveliness feeling but now I have this like bigger than ever pressure to do more and be more and that is really really stressful and and of course sad like of course that is gonna make you sad because you're like fucking fuckity fuck like I don't know when I'm ever gonna get a chance like that again to be slow But I want you to understand that that is a manufactured feeling created for you by society at large. It's a byproduct of the world we live in where we have this unrelenting transparency around us of showing us the teeny tiny intimate details of people's lives and how well they're doing. And if you didn't have access to any of that, trust me, I'd say probably like 90% of that pressure you're feeling to get ahead would just disappear. You would be much more at peace with just going at your own pace of easing back into things, things happen when they happen, c'est la vie, you know, que sera, sera. You would be like, okay, I'm just going to ease back in things at my own pace. But you didn't have that luxury because of the world we live in. And Unless you're living under a rock, or you're living in a regressive part of the world or just a gentler part of the world that isn't just the western climate of like consumerism and career and money, (laughs) then of course you're going to be experiencing this, honey. And so now that we've managed to put our finger on this is what the sadness is, is this kind of equal parts lust and mourning For the slowness, then let's do what we can today to recreate that for you and to get you back to a place of experiencing that without guilt, because that's what like some of the lockdowns in COVID were. Sure, they sucked on many of the levels. I'm not, of course, we never want to be back there ever again, but there were parts of us all being locked down that felt so peaceful, and I feel like with a little bit of consciousness you can bring that back into your life again and weave it back into the fabric of your new return to business as usual lifestyle, okay? And I think when you do, you're gonna reform that marriage between your heart and the life that you're living so that you feel like your heart is truly in what you're doing again. And an important side note here is that remember that thoughts... Are often viciously random, viciously random. They can be the most vindictive, crazy, spun out, spiraling little bitch in the back of your head. Like just this morning, I'll give you an example. I woke up and I thought, you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to run this business anymore. (laughs) I'm going to be a fucking artist. I'm going to paint for a living. And there was this like little poisonous yammer ammo in my head that was like, you don't want this business. You don't want to do this. You're climbing down a deep, dark hole. And then poof, the thought was gone. And that wasn't how I really feel. It was a random, vicious thought. And so if you are having any of those vicious thoughts, maybe with some regularity, I want you to observe that they could possibly just be random thoughts and they do not reflect how you really feel. But to come back to my prior point, if we can close the gap between your heart and then what you're doing actually out in your real life, in your job, in your day-to-day existence, if we can make that feel more connected to your heart's purpose, then I think we're going to be able to close this gap this sad, sadness, cryy, weepy, mopey gap that you may feel like you're in right now. And we know the answer because the pandemic taught us the answer, which is slowness, slowness. Slowness solves so much. (sighs) So let's solve the slowness. I want you to just take a moment now slowly, (laughs) ironically, to think about what it is you're doing when you're enjoying being in the moment and being slow. What is it you're actually doing? For me, it is when I finish the day and I start cooking. So it's you know, when you chop those little garlics up, those garlic cloves, and they're such little bastards, aren't they? And I'm like, for the, because it's always the first thing I prep with the food is the garlic, you know, if I'm cooking something from scratch. For the first five minutes, I'm like, so like, oh, for fuck's sake, fuck, I wish I could just peel this garlic more quickly, like fucking hell, why is it taking me so long? Because I'm still in that like mode, like that rat race mode of the day, but then like in the actual moment of doing it, like the doing of it, it releases the speed of the day and it slows me down and by the end of peeling the garlic I'm like I can literally actually feel a shift inside myself of the pace of the day exiting my body and me just learning to just chill the fuck out into the evening and it's so nice so it can be something like chopping garlic like what is your moment where you enter a state of slowness Really think about what that is. And it can be something so small, but I encourage you to think of something that you do frequently. So, of course, like the garlic. Fuck, I love garlic. I do that nearly every day. <laughs> but think about what it is you do with some frequency. Like it could be getting in your car and going for a drive. It could be stroking your cat. It could be masturbating. It could be literally folding laundry. I mean, that is so calming. It, it's something that's free. That's for fucking sure. It's probably something that's free to do and doesn't take that long, but enters you into the state of slowness. Now, when you've worked out what that thing is, I want you to hold on to that thing in your mind. Sorry, just adjusting my butt. I want you to hold on to that thing in your mind and I want you to acknowledge that it's a gateway drug. Okay. So for me, I know that prepping food is a gateway drug for me to chill. It's the gateway drug for me to chill as in I then can do something slow or I can commit to something slow. So I guarantee you that if I was to spend five minutes chopping garlic after recording this episode, I would then be in a much more amenable state for reading for journaling, for doing something that I enjoy and letting myself do it. I'd be a much more be amenable to just taking a break. I'd be more amenable to eating a meal slowly, just to doing something that is good for me and is slow. I, I tell you what I'd be more amenable to, in a fucking friend. Like right now, I'm not in the mood to ring a friend. If I went and chop the garlic for five minutes, I bet you I'd feel, oh, 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 maybe I'll ring my mum. In fact, I often do ring my mum when I'm chopping the garlic because it triggers me into doing something relaxing and lovely and slow for myself, like ringing my mum. And this leads me perfectly into what I'm going to ask of you next. So think about what your gateway drug to slowness is, okay? Think about what that then triggers for you. So maybe make a a list of the things that you love doing um, that you will find the desire to do as a result of that gateway drug. So I'm just going to give you a few of mine. So a few of mine would be, you know, besides calling my mom or like reading, um, I might be inclined to go and book myself a hot yoga class online because I would have that mindful moment after chopping the garlic, to be like, oh, you know what would also feel lovely? Booking a hot yoga class, or maybe I would take a walk, or maybe I, maybe I would take a fucking bath. I don't know what it is, but think, make a little list of all the slow, lovely things that you love to do and then maybe just like highlight one that you know would be the gateway drug because you do it with some frequency like me booking a hot yoga class isn't something i can going to do with any frequency chopping the garlic is right so the gate the garlic is the gateway the hot yoga class is something I would book once I'm in that state of stillness and slowness and relaxation and allowing myself to kind of daydream about what other slow and lovely things I can do next okay When you're writing that list, I want you to add something on it. So maybe it's like, go for a walk, take a bath, read my book, cuddle my boyfriend, ring my mum, book a hair appointment, whatever it is, that's like lovely for you to think about doing. I want you to add a line item that says connection. Okay. Add it in capital letters, underline that shit connection. Because connection is the missing piece of the puzzle when it comes to you and slowness. It's about feeling connected. Because when you feel connected to other people or just the world around you, that is when you are going to maximize the number of chances that you lose yourself in the moment. Remember I talked about that earlier about losing yourself in the moment. You are going to create those lose yourself in the moment moments when you tap into connection. So on that list of slow, lovely things you love to do, add a line item that says connection and then off it, I want you to like create, I'm going to like, you know, draw them in my fingers now, create a ton of offshoots of like how that connection would manifest for you. So for me, it would be like booking a co-working session with Abby. Go and see my friend Nick for a glass of wine. Make sure I mindfully stroke my partner's back when he gets home. Like pick up my bunny rabbit. (laughs) Connection, okay? Go to the shop and get myself a nice coffee. Smile at the cashier you've got to understand that you are in an extreme connection deficit. And without connection is when you start to feel sad. But if I drill that down even further, it's when you start to feel lonely. And a lot of what you are feeling right now, besides that dissonance between just your heart and what it is you're doing, that dissonance, you're also feeling a lot of loneliness tangled up in that. And you you probably don't realize it because that's weird, right? It's like, well, life's back online. Why the fuck would I feel lonely anymore? But you've got to understand that you're in a massive loneliness deficit, a connection deficit, and you've got, you've got some serious making up to do in that department. And so it's so funny how we've all jumped back into life, prioritizing productivity, but what about prioritizing the exact thing that was taken away from us, which is connection. And so I want you to very clearly understand and visualize in your mind how this works. Okay. You are feeling disconnected. You are feeling disconnected because you are confused. By the fact that life is returned to business as usual, but your heart just isn't in it, okay? You need to produce more moments where your heart feels connected to what you're doing in the now. And you're losing yourself in the moment. However, you don't let yourself do that because you're too fucking caught up and highly strung on the idea of making up for two years lost productivity, and you don't think you deserve it. So we need to cheat the system, as in your fucking brain. (laughs) We need you to use a gateway drug to slowness to enter the state of slowness. And then once you've entered that state of slowness, doing something that is slow and lovely again over and over, as many times as you possibly can pack into a week. Do the thing that's the gateway drug with some frequency. Use that as the entry point for you to do something slow and lovely. And a big part of the items on that list that are slow and lovely are going to be items relating to connection, okay? Okay seeing friends, seeing people doing more. I cannot even tell you the difference in me as a person when I've seen someone in the day versus I'm not seen anybody. Like it's insane. Insane. See more people. See more people. And you don't even have to fucking see them. Just, just bring them up. Seeing is like the gold standard, but like if you can ring them up as well in the interim, that's better than nothing. I hope I've very clearly just explained that kind of domino effect of what it is you're feeling now and how if you can create more moments for connection in your life, you will slowly start to close that gap between how your heart feels and that heavy sadness and what it is you're doing in your life day to day more than anything else, you won't have the time to ruminate and feel mopey and kind of sad for yourself if you are connecting all the time and you're doing slow things all the time because you're going to be nourishing that part of yourself that you need to nourish in order to feel like a human being. And it's that simple. We are not designed to be alone That's one thing I know for sure. And we are not designed to live our lives at these insanely high pressure speeds. And if you are feeling sad and you can't put your finger on why, I promise you it is down to those two things that you need to seek some connection and you need to go more slowly. And they are very simple things for you to do. I'm not asking for you to change the shape of your life. I'm asking you to be conscious about everything I've just told you. And I hope that you can try it and give it a go. And let me know how you get on if you do. Like, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. It's at the Wahoo Club, W-O-O-H-O-O, as in woohoo. Well, that was a really shit Wahoo. Let's try that again. Woo-hoo! this is how you're gonna move on from that lingering sadness in your chest and into a happier self just in time for motherfucking spring so you can get those cute looks on and have a fucking skip in your step as you go to school baby let's go i will see you next week